sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Our two-hour extravaganza. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. Emails, tweets, phone calls, little YouTube chat as we check out the world of sports on this Wednesday, February 24th. we got opposite picks coming up a little bit later on, as we always do. Hour number two, we'll check out the NBA, NHL, uh, some college basketball. We'll give you some winners for later on tonight. We'll check out some of the losers from uh, last night, all coming up uh, right here on an opposite picks Wednesday. 844-843-688. Obviously, the sports world still buzzing about Tiger Woods' accident last night. Uh, you know, we touched on it a little bit, hour number one. And not, not necessarily that much, just because that's not what the show really is all about. But obviously, it's there. Um, you know, for whatever. I, I don't know. I did not check. Uh, no reason to. But I will tell you, FanDuel does not have Tiger Woods listed on any of the majors, let alone the Masters, which is seven weeks away. I don't know if he was listed or not before yesterday's uh, occurrences. Don't know, but... Uh, if so, he was pulled down. Don't know if he's going to be playing in any of the majors, let alone the Masters. Like I said, it sounds pretty serious. He's, he's listed in serious condition, but not life-threatening. I don't quite get what that means, but, um, you know, he seems like he broke his leg in a couple of different places. And, uh, you know, he, he should be worrying about walking, let alone playing golf. So, sad story, you know, you know, car rolling over. You see it there in the weeds. He's lucky to be alive for sure. The authorities said that uh, yesterday. Who were very, you know, forceful in their, you know, releasing what they saw and what they heard and, you know, having a conversation with Tiger. You know, normally they shut that stuff down and just, you know, say, no, you know what, I can't say that. Investigation's underway, blah, blah, blah. But they they were pretty forceful in their, you know, releasing all the information they had. I mean, uh, I was amazed about that. That press conference went on forever. I mean, they were asking question after question after question. And they were like, okay, this is what we know. And this is what we were talking about. We talked to Tiger, this, that, what have you. So uh, pretty amazing how much information we got yesterday uh, out of that compared to some of the other press conferences. So uh, taken to the hospital, and it looks like he broke his leg in several places. And uh, the car rolled over 700 feet, they said, uh, you know, didn't look like he was slowing down. He was down a hill. I saw the pictures of it, and it really didn't look like that bad. But I guess that is a bad portion of the road from what the authorities were saying. So who knows? Eventually we'll find out, um, you know, really what happened. But, the, you know, the good news is it does not appear to be life-threatening. So, uh, you know, thank goodness for that, obviously. NBA last night, tough day for the, uh, for the winners and uh, losers as far as the trends are concerned. You know, we thought we had a – well, we still do. It's only two days. But we're four and five. Went uh, two and three with uh, our losers. Uh, the Cadavers snapped their 13 game against the spread streak. They uh, not only covered, but they won against Atlanta by one. Uh, you got the uh, under uh, hitting on the Celtic Dallas game when we should have been the over. Uh, the uh, under hit on Portland and Denver. That should have been over according to our trends. The two trend winners were Portland plus seven and a half and the over in the uh, Nets Sacramento game as the Nets are now a solid 21 and five over. Keep playing those overs. They hit a couple of under bumps in the road, but you know what? Keep playing the unders. Props last night in the NBA with the players' point totals 15 and nine over. 
15 and 9. Now 20 and 16. Four games over uh, for the week as we keep track of that stuff. With your big game uh, being uh, Dallas and Boston, 4-0 over there. Minnesota, Milwaukee, 2-0. Knicks and Golden State, 2-0. So 8-0 between those three teams alone. NHL last night, well, the rust never sleeps, but it did last night. (coughs) Brian Rust, one shot and goal. Uh, He's been our darling, if you will, in the NHL. Who's he? He's the Pittsburgh Penguin. That uh, not Sidney Crosby, not Malkin, uh, you know, not any of the others. Good old Brian Rust, as we pointed out here a few times. Uh, Scott Wetzel sitting in, taking you right up until uh, 7 a.m. as we welcome in our full audience here, going over some of the stuff from last night, some of the headlines. Rust did not get his over him. It was only two and a half. That's the good news. You know, the fan duel that they've not adjusted the line. You know, for a guy that averages darn near four shots a game, they continue to post two and a half. You know, you're not going to hit it every single day. And last night it didn't occur with with Pittsburgh and Washington. They're a strange series, those two teams. Um, You know, sometimes they'll have six, five games, and other times they'll have two, two games like last night, three, two overtime with a Pittsburgh winner. Very, they are as up and down as a series as you'll ever see. So last night it was close to the vest, and Rust only got his one shot, so that went under. So it wasn't a good day for the prop shots on goal scenario that we like to play nine ten and three not awful but you know i thought we maybe uh turned the curb there a little bit when we went eight and five on monday but no um you know, buffalo and new jersey went two and four uh pittsburgh washington did go two and one the killer was edmonton vancouver which actually was a high scoring game four to three but went only one four and one that's the problem. Uh, Edmonton uh, missed with the McDavid, missed with um, uh, Nugent Hopkins, missed with Barry. Uh, Dreisaitl did go three shots on goal, so he was the one winner there. Besser went under for Vancouver. Hughes went under for Vancouver as well. So we got one push out of it, one winner and four losers. Very, like I said before, uh, yesterday, you can't go four guys. We'll do it this week. We'll keep track, but when we do this again next week. We, we got to pick one or two guys tops. Tops. Uh, you, you just can't play four because it's not going to happen. And more times than not, you're going to get stuff like last night when you basically go 0 and 4. So, all right, but we continue along with the trends. We, you know, it's something to, to bet on. And maybe we just pinpoint like we do with Brian Rust. So, all right, just getting underway, hour number two. A lot to get to on Sports Grid Radio. We'll check out our poll question next. Scott Wetzel sitting in on this Wednesday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Told us. This is the SportsGrid Radio Network. Obviously, it was better now, you know, uh, with fans, you know, I just... Right after the game, I say, you know, imagine if the whole crowd was there, and, you know, it would be even better feeling. But, you know, today there were a couple of fans and thank you everybody for coming. And, you know, it feels better, you know, having a couple of fans. Okay, we'll do one more in English, Chris Henderson. That's uh, Luka Doncic. Boy, he sounds exactly, doesn't he? Like, uh, I thought that was the Greek freak. 
I mean, he, he sounds exactly like Katie. You sure that was Luca? <laughs> uh, Doncic getting a big three last night, uh, basically at the buzzer with .1 seconds left. As Dallas beats the Boston Celtics 110 to 107, Luka with two monster threes in the final seconds there for Dallas as they're able to hold off the season win by three as Boston falls to 15 and 16, under 500. Uh, you know, 31 games into the regular season for the Celtics. Boy, playing in the Eastern Conference, no less. That is horrible. Just horrible. Quick rundown of the NBA. Cleveland did snap its 0-13 against the spread streak. Beat the Hawks 112-111. to Just got their second win in 14 games. Pistons surprised the Magic 105-93. Tough to figure that one out as the Pistons are playing horribly. The Magic turned things around a little bit. They won three in a row, four of five, but they don't get it done last night. Nets outscore the Queens 127-118 for their seventh straight win. They had 42 points in the first quarter. Ninth time this season already that they have scored 40 or more points in a quarter. Harden with the 29, amazing. Warriors beat the Knicks 114-106. 37 from Steph as uh, they pull away, and the game goes under thanks to a 41.4th quarter. You don't get that too often when you're sitting on another close game. Nip and tuck. A lot of fouling generally in the end. Guys hitting threes and stuff. Not last night. Only 41 points and the game sneaks under. 76ers over the Raptors. 109-102. So Philly gets a split of that two-game series up in Toronto. Um, you got the Mavs again beating Celtics. You got the Bucks all over the teacups, 139-112. So much for the uh, coaches fired system on Minnesota, which we're not a big proponent of in the NBA, but you got to throw it out there. Greek Freak, 37. Uh, Cat had 26 for the losing uh, T-Wolves. Nuggets over the Jailblazers, 111-106. to uh, Jokic with 41 points. Lillard had 25 in a losing cause as the Nuggets hold on for the five-point non-covering win as they were favored by six or seven. And then the Clippers blow out the Wiz, 135-116. to 116. Kawhi Leonard with 32. Paul George with 30. Beal with 28 only for the Wiz. So the uh, streaks last night, the, the games that we're <clears throat> excuse me, playing on went two and three. And uh, we'll give you the winners and the plays for uh, Wednesday uh, after the next break. i got to check and see all the line scores. NHL. Uh, oh, yeah, then the props, uh, we told you earlier, the props went, where are the props? Uh, a couple games over, right? or 15-9 and nine over uh, for the prop players for the point totals. NHL uh, props and everything else, uh, we'll start with the games, 1-3-1. and one. There was one game that was pick up that Washington and uh, Pittsburgh game. Otherwise, the favorites went just 1-3, and three, and uh, the over-under was 3-3. Three and three. So actually two and three it was. It was pending the Edmonton game. We got to put the Edmonton game. So two and three, and then the over under was uh, three and three. Um, as the, the trend of now it's only three and three yesterday, but the one thing I've noticed with this, and I think this is why the, the shots on goal are not doing as well as we thought. We're kind of hopping on board late with this, with the shots on goal, in that the unders are starting to come through in the NHL. We're reaching the midway point of the season. Only 56 games. Every game, as we've talked about, counts. It's it's maximized. It's it's really it's it's almost like a game and a half thrown into one game, and the unders are hitting a lot now. Uh, heading into this week, 18 more unders, 45 and 27 this week. Uh, it's eight and five under as well. Why? You know, just because we're starting to get into like playoff type of hockey. That's why it's it's not as open as before. 
Um, you know, and also you're playing these same teams two, three, sometimes four times in a row. In the case of Arizona and St. Louis earlier this season, seven times in a row. Uh, that, that was more so because of, uh, you know, games that were canceled. But you're getting a lot of two, three-game series. And when you have that, you know, things tend to tighten up a little bit by the time you get to games two and three and four of those series. So because of that, the unders are coming in, and because of that, a little more tightly defensively, and the shots on goal aren't coming in as much. That's why we got to limit it to just uh, the, the main guy or two. Trends-wise, we went 2-1. and one. We won with the under 5.5 Nashville-Detroit. Hit with Edmonton. That really, as I told you yesterday, that, that was the play of the day. You got to keep on going against Vancouver. Uh, we got to update the trends, but that makes them now 2-10 their last 12 games. Um, you know, the, keep betting against them. And Edmonton is now 7-1 their last eight games. That was the easy winner. That, that line now, they had to go to overtime, but they should have been a, you know, a minus 160, 170, not 125. So we went 2-1, 190 units if you want to go by units. So for the week, we're actually 4-3-1 playing all these trends plus 45. Trends for tonight in the NHL. That I do have. We're going to go under 6 Carolina-Tampa Bay. Uh, as uh, the Hurricane, even though Tampa Bay is a slight over team, but uh, Carolina's under numbers, 9-2-1. Oh, actually, you know what? Carolina's an over team. Ah, my bad. we got to go over uh, 6. Let me switch that right now. So it's over 6 um, in that uh, Carolina-Tampa Bay game. All right, so let's uh, let me just type that in here real quickly. Over 6. Otherwise, I'll forget. Uh, we're going to go with Florida minus 125 against Dallas. Uh, that's one of those like last night with Edmonton. Uh, Dallas is 0-6. Uh, they, they, they can't get out of their own way. I'm going to play against them every single time. Florida, very quietly. Florida and Carolina, very quietly, are two of the better teams in the NHL. I'm going to go with over 5.5 Rangers Flyers. Philadelphia's 8-3-2 over their last 13 games. Going to go under five and a half Arizona Anaheim, as uh, the Ducks are twelve and five under their last seventeen games. Over five and a half St. Louis and the Kings, as the Kings are a surprisingly ten and five over. And we're going to grab the Kings plus one forty, as uh, LA is, is the surprise team in the uh, Western Conference or Western Division or whatever division they're in. I forget what they call it. Uh, as they're plus one forty versus St. Louis. As they've ride a, uh, they're riding a five straight winning, five game winning streak. So over Carolina, Tampa Bay, Florida, over Rangers, Flyers, under Arizona, Anaheim, uh, over St. Louis, L.A., and then grab the Kings plus the the one forty. Those are our trend NHL plays, and then uh, all the prop plays that we're going to be playing. You got the Rangers players against Philadelphia. You got the Ducks players against Arizona, and you got the Kings and St. Louis Blues as both those teams uh, give up a ton of shots on goal. So we play the, the leaders of uh, those respective teams. So nice and easy. All right, 844-843-6879. Uh, so that's uh, pretty much everything pertaining to that. But how about that? You know, you look at the schedule of the NBA tonight. Oh, college basketball. You get to the college basketball. My bad. Um, you know, you had a couple surprises yesterday. It is amazing. You know, we were writing off the Dookie Pukies, right? And all of a sudden, they turned things around. I think they're going to get in. We written off of Michigan State. They beat Illinois last night, 81-72. It's a seven-point underdog. That did that line did stick out. Now, Illinois was coming off a monster win over Minnesota, uh, in which they were a six-point favorite, and they won by about 60. 
but it was tough asking a team to do that back-to-back games. And uh, Michigan State led by 10 at the half. You know, Illinois put a little threat together late in the game, but they really got no closer than eight, and Michigan State walks away with a nine-point win. And all of a sudden, the Spartans are sitting there at 12-9, and 6-9 and nine in Big Ten play. You want to make a bet? I'm telling you right now. I, I, like I said, I, I hope FanDuel has this stuff. I hope they put lines up there on which teams make the tournament and which teams don't. When everything is said and done, <coughs> you watch Duke and Michigan State will get in. They'll, they'll say that, uh, you know, Michigan State playing in the Big Ten, best conference in the land, you know, blah, 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 blah. They're, they're going to give you every excuse in the world to put them in. Kansas State knocked the same thing with Duke. Kansas State knocked off Oklahoma. That was the shocking score, 62-57. This Kansas State team was 2-13 in conference play, and they went outright against the top-10 team. Wow. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You know, too much. Too much. Analytics are great. You know, they're good. But they don't need, they don't need to take over the game. You know, um, that's something that's just... It's not right, you know. Um, let let the players play the game. That's Francisco Lindor, current uh, New York Met. We'll see after the season if the Mets decide to give him a thirty-plus million dollar a year contract, which is what it's going to cost in order to resign him, no doubt. Especially, especially when you consider, uh, you know, what the, some of these guys have been getting. So. Yeah, analytics are analytics. It is what it is. You're not going to get rid of it at this point. So it doesn't affect me uh, gambling-wise. Uh, although you got to bet over it. I would say when the numbers come out, baseball with some of these over-under home run totals, you know that I would say go over because uh, there is no light at the end of the tunnel thinking that people of all of a sudden are going to be swinging, uh, you know, t- cutting back on their swings uh, with two strikes on the board. That that is not happening. Not 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 at all. So can't wait for baseball though to get underway. I'm looking forward to that uh, for sure. I right, back to the college basketball scene. Oh, you know, we never did our poll question. I knew that I was missing something today. Uh, I did put it out there. Uh, let me go and see. In fact, let me retweet that because I'd like to do the hour number two. We'll check out poll question from yesterday first up. We'll recap what happened yesterday. Our poll question was, which team outside of the Lakers and Clippers will is most likely to win the NBA championship? And uh, Utah Jazz getting almost 49% of the vote uh, was your winner. The proverbial other getting 26%, and most of those no doubt probably pertaining to the Brooklyn Nets. 76ers getting almost 17%, and then the Phoenix Suns getting just over 8%. Uh, as far as our poll question today, nice and simple, little popcorn radio type of thing. Uh, favorite secondary sport to bet on is? I put down golf, tennis, auto racing, or other. Uh, golf leading the way. I don't know if it's a Tiger Woods, just, a, you know, it's in our mind. 58% of the votes. Uh, auto racing, 21% of the vote. 
Um, other getting 13% of the votes and uh, tennis only 8% of the vote. I actually prefer tennis, believe it or not. I think you can get some decent winners on tennis. You got to lay monster odds. You don't bet the underdogs on the men's side. I've told you that. You can bet the underdogs on the women's side, but on the men, you bet the favorites. And, uh, you know, you, you could do it. It's rare when one of the big, big, big boys end up losing. Uh, believe it or not, you know, those guys, it, it is rare. Uh, the Joker at Pickham, I still can't get over that. That That is just amazing to me. Uh, Steven uh, tweets in, since MLB is non-existent to me, uh, I love the PGA one-on-one matchups. Yeah, I never really got into that, Steven. Um, I could see where someone would like those head-to-head matchups uh, on the PGA Tour, two guys that are out of it. I, I need to know that my, a guy is motivated. Uh, that is the number one thing I look for. When I want to put a couple shekels down on anybody, whether it's a team, a player, football, baseball, whatever the case may be, you know, it's all about incentive. You know, I find a team that lost the game, as we'll hear in in our opposite picks coming up here shortly, that got blasted, you know, a few weeks earlier by that same team, same two teams, same two players, same two coaches, right? Nothing changes, but that one team that lost by 30, 40 points like Louisville last night, All the incentive in the world, right? Give me that team. So you don't know that with some of these golfers. Um, You know, if they're on the leaderboard, it's different. But if you get a golfer that's, you know, eight, nine, ten shots back heading into the final round, you know he's not winning. So, I mean, where's the motivation? Um, You know, you want to finish higher on the leaderboard. Obviously, you make more money. But if you're a bigger name like most of these guys are that have these matchups, and what's the difference if I finish 20th or 40th? You know, a couple thousand dollars is not going to make or break me. I want to get the fudge out of here. So I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I never got into that too, too much, uh, those head-to-heads. But I, I, they're getting more and more popular. Robert tweets in, Premier League soccer, bet on the underdog every time. All right? I have no knowledge of, of Premier League soccer. Outside, you kick the ball. Uh, Clearwater Kid tweets in, tennis all day. That's probably my favorite sport to bet on overall. Shout out to our LL uh, Crick. Yeah, I do I, I do like tennis too. Uh, you got to have a solid stomach for that. Like I said, you got to lay, and I've gotten burned before. Uh, doesn't happen often. You got to lay 10, 20 to 1. I mean, you got to be crazy to do that, right? Yeah, but you got to be careful. But as I told you, yes. Tim tweets in, I got to double check this sent in a tweet about the Knicks who are supposedly uh, 21-9-1 against the spread with a halftime spread. I'll have to check that out. Uh, I'm not going to go through every single game. I'll have to, you know, check the website that put that out, uh, you know, and I'm just going to believe them. They did cover last night against the spread. At, at the half, they were leading Gold State. So might be one of those trends that we put on our list. Next to the NBA best 21-9 and 1. Uh, they have halftime lines uh halftime. Don't know why. You know, I I'd like to find reasons behind these trends in order to really validate it versus just being fluky or just being something that, you know, okay, it's going to even itself out. I don't know anything on the surface that would make the Knicks be so good at halftime. And not at the beginning of the game, unless, uh, you know, their head coach, is uh, Thibodeau, is a rah-rah guy, and I don't I don't get that sense. Uh, he has these guys all fired up to start the game. 
Um, they're no younger or older than any other team. That you know, a younger team I could see getting all fired up for for the start of the game, where the older team realizes it doesn't matter what's going on in the first half. Um, but you know, we'll we'll take a look at that for sure, and we'll have to definitely follow that. So go to your ops picks feed, uh, O P P O S I T E picks I C K S. Get your vote in there. We'll update that uh, one more time before. Uh, we are thrilled. All right, here are your NBA plays for tonight. If you want to just base it on the trends that we're following, uh, I'll save the best for last. Start with Phoenix uh, laying nine and a half against Charlotte. It's a big number, but Phoenix, an NBA best, eighteen to nine against the spread. Charlotte's coming off that game in which they blew that double-digit lead. Remember uh, against Utah. They've actually played well for three quarters and then just fell apart in the fourth quarter. You're going to get a Charlotte team that's going to be pissed off. You're going to get a Charlotte team that's demoralized. I don't know. Don't even think about it. Don't. That's the key to this stuff. Don't even try and analyze it. Who cares? Just go ahead and you play Phoenix laying nine and a half against Charlotte. Got to play the over in the game as well. Uh, the over in that one is... Bah, 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 bah. Um, 224 and a half because the uh, Bobcat Hornets are 13 and five over uh, with some pushes thrown in there as well this year. 13 and five. The, 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 our key is it's got to be a five point game difference and it's seven. Well, it's eight there, uh, 38, eight more overs than, than unders. So uh, go with the over as well. Over 225 and a half Boston Atlanta. It's a tricky one. But Hawks are a weird team. Remember, they had that sixteen and two over or sixteen and two under run after regulation. Then they flipped it and went eight straight overs. Their last game went under against Cleveland, but that's still eight and one over their last nine games. So I'm going to play the over uh, later on tonight. Third game for these two teams in about a week's time. Very strange. You play that often. Remember, they had that back-to-back affair in, in Boston uh, last week. So they're playing again. Uh, but we're, we're going to go with the – again, don't don't start thinking. Now, normally I'd say, boy, you know, you play a team that often. They know all your plays and everything, but don't – can't do any thinking. No, it, It's like my wife in the kitchen. You know, just no, no thinking allowed. So go ahead, over 225-and-a-half uh, Boston-Atlanta. I don't know what you're going to do with this game. It, it really it, – it's a no play, but – Boy, you talk about just a no-nothing game. Houston versus Cleveland. Good gravy. The worst of the West versus the worst of the East. You got to be one sick Kevin Walsh. Uh, you know what to watch this game. Uh, no one loves the NBA like Kevin. I don't even think he's going to be watching this game. Cleveland, 2-12 in their last 14, 1-13 against the spread. 1-13, and 2-12. The Rockets, meanwhile, so you're going to play on Houston, right? Well, no, they've lost eight straight going 1-7 and against the spread. These two teams are a combined 2-20 and against the spread. 2-20 and straight up and 2-20 and against the spread. Now... Good luck uh, on who, who are you going to pick, you know, pick your poison as the saying goes, right? Uh, Houston somehow or another is actually a two and a half point road favorite. I, I couldn't put American money on Houston. I mean, if you really, 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 really put a gun to my head and no one wants that, I'd, I'd probably take the cadavers since they're at home. 
Um, and, and they're coming off a win. So maybe last night, maybe just maybe. But, boy, you talk about it. So that's a no play. You know, if you have two trends that go against each other, then uh, it, it's a no play. Utah laying eight and a half versus the Lakers. That might be the toughest play you make all year. You tell your man, you punch on the computer at FanDuel, uh, Utah laying eight and a half. That's tough to do. That is real. I mean, who wants to give LeBron James eight and a half points? You know, let me check uh, real quickly here. I can't believe that line is that high. Let me just check uh, Roto World. They're pretty good. Got to give credit where credit's due. Player news. Is, is it possible LeBron's not playing tonight? I, I can't believe he would bail out against Utah. That would really be, you know, bad on his part, we'll say. Um, no, nothing. Nothing saying that he's not playing. You're going to give LeBron James eight and a half points. Wow. That's, again, when's the last time he got eight and a half points? Maybe two years ago when they stunk, but, but you got to do it because that's the trend. That is the trend. All right, opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah! music means time to take out your pad and pencils and get set for the fastest and more importantly most profitable 10 minutes in radio opposite picks what are opposite picks you newbies ask well we give you five six seven games a night five six seven uh, seven thousand reasons why we like one team and then we go opposite why because despite all the stats trends hunches injury reports weather reports and everything else nobody but nobody beats the boys in vegas and fanduel and we proved it again last night going four two and one bringing our overall record to a hundred winners 77 losers and a few pushes thrown in there as well but 23 games over 500 here we go we got more bills to pay so let's go got a six pack here uh, we'll start in college basketball. Afternoon game, Kent State laying four and a half at Ball State. Uh, the only thing balling with the Cardinals is their name. Other than that, this team blows, and they're playing their worst ball of the season. Ball State has lost six of seven straight up and against the spread. Kent State, meanwhile, is 14-5 and overall, including 11-4 and in conference play. They've won 11 of 13, including four in a row. They're going to crush slash bounce Ball State into oblivion in an afternoon game. Man, I love Kent State laying only four and a half. Give me Ball State plus the four and a half. Pick number two, Clemson laying three and a half at Wake Forest. Another afternoon affair. Tigers on the proverbial NCAA bubble. They cannot afford to lose games like this one. Wake Forest stinks. They've lost 11 of 14 with every loss coming by four points or more. So they aren't winning the games on the court, and they're not even winning the games with the boys in Vegas as they are not covering. Tigers of Clemson, 13-5 and five straight up, including three straight wins. Again, they really should just crush this Wake Forest team. Give me Wake Forest plus the three and a half. Pick number three, North Carolina laying eight and a half against Marquette. This number admittedly is a little bit higher than I was hoping for, but I'm still going to take North Carolina. 
I'm not going to allow the boys in Vegas to scare me off them. Funny how all the uh, college basketball blue bloods at the beginning of the year that were struggling so mightily, for the most part, are all playing their best ball, whether it's Duke, whether it's Michigan State, also North Carolina. Tar Heels have won nine of their last 12, including their last game by 45 points over Louisville. This team is rolling. Marquette, meanwhile, just 4-11 against the spread its last 15 games. Love North Carolina at home to win by double digits. Give me Marquette plus the 8.5. Pick number four, Rutgers laying 3.5 versus Indiana. Yeah, RU has admittedly struggled a little bit of late, losing 3 of 4, including an ugly home loss to Maryland their last game. But their NCAA at-large bid hopes could be on the line tonight, so we are no doubt going to get their A effort. That ought to be enough to beat a Hoosiers team that's just 3-4 and four on the road this season, and they're coming off a bad home loss to Michigan State. They're quite frankly not that good. If this team was in any other uniforms, otherwise historic Indiana, uh, Rutgers would be a seven-point favorite. Are you beat Indiana earlier this year? No reason to think they won't do it again at home. Love Rutgers laying just three and a half. Give me Indiana plus the three and a half. Pick number five, SCC, maybe game of the year. Arkansas laying one versus Alabama. Yeah, SCC game of the year and no Kentucky involved. Amazing, huh? Now, you talk about revenge here. This is it. Both are good teams. Alabama's first, Arkansas second in the SCC. Both going to the NCAA tournament, so no concerns there. So why Arkansas, Scott? Well, they played their worst game of the season by far in losing to Alabama at Alabama in mid-January by 31 points. They no doubt circled this game the moment that one ended. They're 7-1 since that loss. Also, you don't bet against Arkansas head coach Eric Musselman at home, where he is an amazing 86-10 straight up in his career at home. 86-10. That's amazing. And now I can get that team at Pickham. Razorbacks get revenge with a nice home win. Love Arkansas tonight. Give me Alabama plus the one. Pick number six. We'll go to the NBA. Utah laying eight against the L.A. Lakers. Wow. When's the last time LeBron James was an eight-point underdog? Well, the boys in Vegas are begging you to take L.A. here. And you know what? I'm not falling for it. Lakers have lost three in a row, four of five. They've gone to the depths of losing to the Washington stinking Wizards their last game at home, no less. We all know about the Jazz's great run, 21-2 straight up, 22-1 against the spread the last 23 games. I've said it before, I'll say it again, with this Utah team right now, I don't care who they're playing, where they're playing, why they're playing, what the line is. You have to play Utah every single time, no matter what, until they fail to cover at least two in a row. Love the Jazz, even at these prices. Give me the Lakers plus the X. Our college basketball, one NBA opposite picks for this February 24th. Ball State plus four and a half versus Kent State. That's an afternoon game. Wake Forest plus three and a half versus Clemson. That's also an afternoon game. Marquette plus eight and a half against North Carolina. Indiana plus three and a half against Rutgers. Alabama plus one against Arkansas. And uh, give me the Lakers plus the eight against Utah. Opposite picks for again Wednesday, February 24th.
All right, there you go. Post them on the website yesterday, another profitable day. We hit with uh, Ohio plus two, uh, winning over Akron. Uh, although we did have Ohio as the road team, and actually they were the home team. But no matter, a winner is a winner. Uh, we had St. Louis plus two against VCU. That ended up being a push. Now, I will tell you, admittedly, uh, things flipped, and St. Louis was a favorite by the time that game tipped off. Almost three and a half, believe it or not. There was a lot of money on St. Louis. I don't quite get why. But uh, I can only go by what the line was when we gave it out. And uh, sometimes that helps us, sometimes it hurts us, but I'm going to be consistent about that. So I'm going to grab the push. Uh, I've lost uh, quite a few the other way, so it's a rare time it works in our favor. Georgia Tech plus one and a half. I can't believe they beat Virginia Tech. Well, that's the strangest uh, score. I, I get the – well, that Oklahoma-Kansas State is a little weird, weird too, but um, I really more so maybe Georgia Tech just because, you know, Bot Tech – you know, maybe not quite, quite on the bubble, but they haven't secured uh, an automatic bid uh, or slash at large automatic bid, if you know what I mean. There's still, you know, some doubt for them to lose at home to Georgia Tech. Boy, that's and that line, you know it. That line had sucker written all over it. Virginia Tech third place in the ACC against Georgia Tech, which is at the bottom of the ACC for the most part, and they were only a point and a half favorite. I don't know. Maybe I missed something on that one. I may have. Maybe there was a couple of players out or something. But, boy, that's very strange. Uh, so we uh, hit with uh, Georgia Tech going opposite. We lost with Notre Dame getting three and a half against Louisville. That was a good play. That You knew Louisville was going to bounce back. You, you don't lose by 45 points and not respond the next game. I, they could have been playing the, uh, the L.A. Lakers. They could have been playing an NBA All-Star team, and I would have played Louisville last night. Iowa State was our pick, so our opposite pick was Baylor laying 23. I told you, you know, they darn near lost that game. Uh, Baylor only won by five points, and that Iowa State team was leading the whole way. They, I, I knew, you know, Baylor's first game in about three weeks, and, you know, Iowa State, this is their Super Bowl, and Baylor's got, uh, you know, Kansas up next. Um, you know, that that had everything, all the earmarks of this being a, a close game, and it was. So we lost with Baylor. We hit with Kansas State plus 10 as they won outright against Oklahoma. That, that was a strange one. The only thing I could think of is Oklahoma was just looking past Kansas State. Kansas State's at home, but they only had two wins, a 2-13 and 13 in conference play. I mean, this Kansas State team with Bruce Weber, guy, they're just awful. And for them to win outright, and again, not a fluky thing, not where a team is leading by double digits and they just kind of take their foot off the pedal. This team was in it the whole way, and uh, and they went outright. That, that, that's a shed scratcher. And then uh, Cleveland, the Cadavers in the NBA, uh, as a seven-point underdog, beat Atlanta straight out. So we hit with uh, Ohio, Georgia Tech, Kansas State, and Cleveland. Lost with Notre Dame and Baylor, and we got a push with St. Louis. So uh, – Four, two, and one for the night. And again, that brings us to 100 winners, 77 losers. Uh, and uh, I don't keep track of the pushes, but I'll just say one push. So opposite picks. I'll post those on the on the website uh, uh, when we're through here. Uh, a couple of other games of uh, notes uh, that maybe you want to play with the boys in, in Vegas. We got some uh, happy, decent games tonight. Uh, you know, not, not great, great, but uh, halfway decent. Uh, we'll start in the NBA. Uh, I do think, uh, you know, Minnesota is just, boy, if they can't respond. You know, this is, Minnesota plays at Chicago. This, to me, is identical as to Detroit playing at Orlando last night. And Detroit won, oh, by the way. But 
you know, if Chicago, you know, can come off a road game in which they blew out Houston and they're they're halfway decent, not great, but halfway decent. You know, Minnesota stinks. New head coach uh, showed nothing last night. There really is no reason in the world why they should go into Chicago and win that game. You would think if Chicago wants to kind of distance themselves, they would, you know, be able to win that game handily. But we'll see. Be careful. Toronto and Miami, not bad. You know, a little rematch from last year's uh, playoff series. A heat, only a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Toronto. Tough to make out that uh, that Raptors team. I will tell you this, and we don't do this too often, and our thinking is go the other way. But you want a couple of prop plays? One of them will be play Devin Booker. Let me see if uh, they have his prop numbers out there because he was one of the guys that did not, believe it or not, make the all-star team. And Devin Booker points tonight. Ooh, these guys aren't dopes. They, they, they up it a little bit, 25 and a half. But you know what? That's okay. I'll still play it. Go over 25 and a half Devin Booker tonight. Any guy that gets snubbed for the all-star game like he did, Absolutely. Trey Young, same thing. Um, let me give you Trey Young's numbers if they have them posted for tonight against the Celtics. Uh, Trey Young, Trey Young, Trey Young. We got the Boston numbers up there. For some reason, we don't have the Hawk players up there for FanDuel. That's interesting. All right. But play Trey Young as well. Now, there's a lot of guys that got snubs. And, and listen, you want to make a, a list of all the, the good players you think in your mind that didn't uh, make the All-Star team? You know, you want to play them all? Knock yourself out? Not a bad philosophy. Not bad at all. Play the guys that have something to prove. They got a little uh, thorn up there, you know what, uh, today. Because they're pissed off they didn't make it. So Young, to me, I'm figuring his number is going to be about 24, 25. That's what it is uh, for Devin Booker. Play both those. Those are smart plays. Again, it goes back to what I said. Motivation. It's all about the thinking. You know, which team is taking this game more seriously than the other? Which one has the chip on their shoulder? Which this, that, and whatever. Those two guys, for sure. First game after finding out that they're not making the All-Star game. Oh, yeah. Play those two guys. Double your play. That's what I would suggest. All right, we'll take a break and come back and uh, get to some of the stories that we didn't have time to delve into too much. And we'll update our poll question right here on a Wednesday morning. Opposite Pick, Sirius XM, Channel 204 with yours truly, Scott Wetzel. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, let's update the poll question one more time. Got a couple of more tweets. Uh, Stan tweets in the UFC. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I, I don't follow the UFC religiously. You know, a little bit, and when I mean a little, I mean a little. Uh, Clearwater Kid, uh, one of our LLs from the podcast, tweets in: uh, LeBum is officially listed as questionable with an ankle injury after all the minutes he's been putting in and the team playing uh, like they are. I uh, can't see him sitting out and taking a beat down. He wants to, uh, no part of the Jazz though on the road. Um, 
You know, I don't know. I I, I can't imagine uh, him sitting this way. That's a four-letter network game, too, Clearwater Kid. That's the other thing. You know, uh, if this was an obscure game, I'd buy into maybe him sitting, but I, I would be very surprised. Uh, any chance LeBron has to be on TV, unless he thinks that he's going to lose and he doesn't want to be embarrassed on TV, I, I don't know. Boy, that'd be pretty weak. I, I tell you what, game of the year, uh, you know, in the Western Conference anyway, and really maybe for the NBA, chance for Utah to really kind of flex its will and show the world how good they are and LeBron's not going to play. Boy, that'd be pretty weak on his part. It really would, especially when we know his ankle injury. Like any other injury, it's all phony. But our question of the day, uh, favorite secondary sport to uh, bet on in uh, golf. Uh, 50, really, I'm, I'm surprised at the uh, the amount of uh, voters who went with golf. Fifty, Nearly 57%. Uh, auto racing, 18%. Tennis, 11.5%. Uh, and the proverbial other getting 13%. And we've gotten a couple of others uh, thrown on there, including uh, UFC. Um, I guess you can't include like uh, spring football as, as part of that. You gotta that that would be just football in general. So uh, that'll be up there uh, all day, and then we'll uh, update that one more time before, uh, or we'll update that tomorrow morning uh, before we do the uh, new podcast uh, question. So uh, our new question. Uh, good job by uh, all everyone involved as we uh, get our bearings straight here. Uh, be careful, folks. Be safe. Drive slow, please. Roads are crazy for sure. Take care. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here. Opposite Pick Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204.